to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and buzz sessions. And be petty, because I have a petty spirit, so if my petty spirit is live, it, it will. definitely will be watching football tomorrow it is the super bowl this recording will come out on wednesday so when it comes out we will have a winner but as of right Uh, now i am going for the rams because i'm tired of the patriots so that is my pick and of course (laughs) when we publish this episode on wednesday we would have had a winner and i'm hoping it's the rams okay okay so now what kind of football watcher are you do you want to <clears throat> do you want to be in a crowd of people watching a game with a bunch of people or are you the one that kind of wants to be at home sitting in front of your TV with your snacks just chilling with your boo watching TV which which one are you Oh definitely for the Super Bowl I need to be at the house Now I okay. have done a couple of Super Bowl parties but I like to watch the game And in my experience going out, there's just so much going on. I'm basically getting the highlights or the good replays and things of that nature. So I will be at home watching on the big screen with the boom on the TV to get everything. And I okay. like I like wings and maybe some fries and some chips, like you know, some 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 good football food. Okay, okay. See, I'm the one who's in the back playing on their phone while everybody's watching the game. That's me. I'm like in the back playing on my phone with my headphones on. Sometimes I'm watching something else on my phone because I have no earthly idea what's going on on the TV. <laughs> I just I just go just because Vegan Bay wants me to go. Um, but other than that, I, I have no real purpose there. I don't know when to shout. I don't know when to be quiet. I don't know which team to go for. I, I know what a touchdown looks like. And so well, you should probably stay silent because you don't want to be clapping when the opposing team scores a touchdown. Right, because I know what that I know what that looks like because I've done that before, trying to be the supportive girlfriend and clapped in the wrong in the wrong spot. So now I just I'm really there just taking up space. In fact, usually if there's a small room and there's not enough space, I give up my seat and kind of move to the back and just play on my phone. So I'm usually just there for the drinks, the chips. And, you know, just there for people watching, really. Because I love to see people get excited or get hype or whatever. But I have no clue what's going on. So, 
Okay, so Super Bowl Sunday means nothing to you. Nothing. I like the commercials sometimes, uh, but it, it means absolutely nothing for me. What it does mean for me is Vegan Bay will go out sometimes and I will stay home. And so it's a good movie day for me with my snacks and my movies, but that's about it. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to be in Atlanta right now. I'm sure it's crazy there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure sure it is super crazy and cold. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, so I hope your team wins. And by the time this comes out, we will know if your team, the the Patriots, who did you say? Who's playing? (laughs) The Patriots and the Rams. All right. Well, we'll know soon what's going to happen. Okay. Well, we can get right into this week's episode. So I'm sure that you've seen the clips of Dan Gatsby talking about his wife, B. Smith. And I'm sure everybody knows who B. Smith is, but she used to be a model. And then people called her, quote unquote, the black Martha Stewart She had restaurants, she had a radio show, she had TV shows, like she was doing really well. And um, I used to listen to her radio show on XM Radio and she seemed like a really, really nice woman, really kind, and everybody that talked about her had really good things to say. Well, in 2013, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And she, um, so she started to lose her memory. And I remember when this first happened because she was on the radio and he started to come on, her husband started to come on with her because she would struggle with her memory sometimes. So he would be on the radio with her. Well, recently he came out on Facebook and just on social media and around the internet and he's done interviews saying that he has a girlfriend and his girlfriend kind of lives in the house with him and B and she helps out and the internet went crazy. And so what, what, what were your thoughts? I thought we could talk about it because people were really bashing him about bringing his girlfriend and some people had issues that she was white. Um, so what what did you think initially when you when you first saw it? At, at first, I saw a clip of one of the daytime talk shows. They were going to discuss it. And I said, okay, well, I need to look that up to see what's going on. And when I did that, I saw that he posted, the husband, Dan, posted on social media that he was now in this relationship and, and he was happy. And then the backlash came in and everybody was upset. And now I've heard that they're getting death threats and people are saying that he's taking advantage of her. And people are saying that he's, you know, uh, exploiting her or he's tarnishing her legacy and he's spending her money. Like all of this stuff is going on and on. And my first thought was he's living his life. And who are we to judge this man for living his life. And not only that, I feel like the position that he's in right now, it's lose, lose for him because he chose the route of staying with his wife 
and taking care of his wife, but not wanting to give up his life. You know, he didn't want that to be the trade-off. So he had a friend and it started out the friendship and evolved into a relationship. And people are angry because of that. But had he divorced B or had he put B in an institution and gotten a girlfriend, I think that people would have had a problem with that too. He left her in her time of need. So I don't think that there was a win from for him in this at all. I don't think that there's anything he could have done that people as a whole would have been okay with. Which is the problem of trying to satisfy people. You can't. And I don't think he's trying to do that. But I I just, I think it was a lose-lose for him. I think so too. I think, you know, initially my first thought was just when I first saw it on the internet, I was like, wow, he's bringing a woman in or whatever. But eventually, I started thinking how hard it must be to take care of someone when she's basically like a four-year-old in a grown, in an adult body, you know. And he is a healthy man. He still wants to live. I I, I mean, I think he made a, a hard choice, but he's living the best way that he can. And I mean... This woman moved in and this is his girlfriend, but she's taking this on too, you know, and she must care about B some, uh, at least a little that she would put her life on hold too, to help take care of her. And like you said, he didn't dump her in a home. He, he's taking care of her. And when you, there's a video out, of him I think he did it for the Washington Post or something kind of let them come in and and see him his daughter and the girlfriend and B all together and when you see them B recognizes the girlfriend and she lights up when she sees her so at least that made me feel like she she knows her and she's comfortable so Hopefully she's not mistreating her and she is treating her with the utmost respect. My only problem was I wish he just hadn't put everything out on social media like he did. Like putting stuff on B's page and promoting his love for the woman on B's page. For me, I just could have done without that. Like just the promoting of it all. Just... Live your life because sometimes relationships aren't what everybody else thinks they should be, but they work for the people involved. But I don't know that social media had to be involved. Like that was my issue with, with, with Yeah. And I don't have a problem with him putting it on social media. That's one of those things of if they have moved on and his girlfriend had moved in then you run the risk of somebody else finding out and somebody else putting it out there and somebody else exposing it and try to paint it in a light that that was something he was trying to hide. You know, he's living his life and they have been in the public eye and he made a decision for him and his family that, yeah, I want to share what's going on. I want to share my life. I want to share, you know, our relationship, what we're doing. I want to put it out there. I don't have a problem with it because that's a decision that he made. And if that's what he chose to do, 
then so be it. I think that people had in this situation, because we always have opinions. We have opinions about everything. But in this situation, I think people had such strong opinions about what he's doing. And the fact that he is a terrible person for choosing to love again. And I don't think that uh, unless you walked in his shoes, unless you've experienced what he's experienced, I don't think anybody has the room to judge him for it. And and everybody deals with things differently. There could be somebody else that's dealing with the same situation and they choose to put themselves, put their life on hold and just care for that person. And some people would say, you know, when she's gone, you know, I'll move on. Or when she's gone, then I'll start living my life again. But she may outlive him. Right. I don't think it's right or fair to expect someone to forego their life or to put their life on hold because they've been put in the position of caring for someone. I actually applaud him for not leaving her because right. he could have. I And I agree with that. And, you know, it's not like this just happened. She would, She was diagnosed in 2013. So right. he's been dealing with this since then. You know, he's been dealing with her diagnosis since then. And she's been on a steady decline. So that's a lot of time. And like you said, she could, she could outlive him because they're not saying that she's ill or, you know, she's bedridden. She's still up and about. And if you didn't know, she just looks like she's getting older. She doesn't look sickly. She wasn't in a wheelchair. She just looks older. And so she could very well outlive him, you know, and then he would have put his life on hold. And, you know, for what? She's not the wife that he married. She's a whole different person. She's not even an, an adult. In her yeah, mind. she's she's childlike, yeah. and and I think that we should also keep in mind it's not like he was out looking for another relationship or he was out searching for someone. You know, from my understanding, this is someone that he has known, and it started out as a friendship because this person saw him and saw, and I think he said he was on Doctor Oz, and he said she could see. You know, the, the tiredness in my eyes. She could see the despair, you know, on my right. face. She could see, you know, that this was taking a toll on me. And this was someone for me to talk to and to confide in. And the relationship evolved from there. Right. And, and also his daughter, who considers be, you know, a, a mother figure because she's been in her life for so long. You know, she said that she was happy. That her dad had found love again. And she was happy that this person is in her dad's life. Because I'm sure her being there and seeing it firsthand, she saw the toll that it was taking on him. And she said when he told her, he said, okay, I have something to tell you. And she says, you're seeing someone. And he was like, well, how did you know? And she was like, okay, you know, I've seen this before. So she's okay with it. And I think that that's all that matters. And all the random people with all of their opinions and criticism of, of how he's living his life doesn't matter. Right. And and like you were saying, people were saying, oh, he's taking her money. He's um, using her. 
it's not like they had only been married like two or three years and this happened and he's out with a new girlfriend and he's spending or whatever. They were together, he said, like a total of 27, 28 years. So I'm sure they built businesses together and done a lot of financial ventures together. So, yeah, she might have been the face on these, you know, on the restaurant and things. But I'm sure he was managing or some sort of support. And so everybody's saying her money. I'm sure some of it is his money, too. I'm sure he's not just destitute and she was the only one with money. They were in a relationship for 28 years. You you build something together. I'm sure if she got the restaurant and all these things while they were married, if they got divorced, he would get some money, you know, so. Well, and not only that, I think people are talking about hers, 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 but I didn't, I haven't heard or read anywhere where anybody has commented on what he has done for the last 25 years. I mean, I don't know if he was a part of her business ventures, but he very well could have businesses and a fortune in his own right that may right. have nothing to do with her. I think people put their opinions on other people and what they're doing may not be for you. It may not be for me, but right. I don't think we have a right to judge him for right. choosing himself. And when I, it's all I, said I and done, so. I'm never going to down a person for choosing themselves. Well, and I thought about if it was if it was me, I would want my spouse, if I loved him, I would want him to be happy. I would want him to take care of me the best way he could. I wouldn't want him to just toss me off and into some home. But if he had to move on, then I would want him to do that because I, I love him enough that I want him to be happy. And if I couldn't be me, then do you make yourself happy, but still try to take care of me. You know, so, I think the majority of people in this situation would have put her in a home. I yes. absolutely do. That's what happens. You know, they definitely have the finances to do that. Right. And I think that in a lot of situations, she would have been in a home somewhere. And again, he would have been criticized for that. Right. It's just, you, you can't please everybody. One thing I am happy about is it does not seem like he's letting the backlash and the hate right. get to him. It seems like he's going to continue to live his life. He's going to continue to love. He's going to continue to take care of her and do that the he best can do. that he can or how he right. sees fit on how to handle the situation and, and that that's good now I was listening to a radio show and they had people calling in and a lady called in and she says she works for a healthcare facility that takes in patients with you know these kind of diseases, dementia, whatever and she said I'm going to be honest with you that's the worst place you would want to put a family member that you love. So she said the mere fact that he's doing this, taking care of her, but still trying to have some sort of life himself, 
she said, I commend him for that because I would, I worked there and I wouldn't want to put my, my family members there because she said, not because they're being mistreated. It's just because they get put there and there's so many people and, and so much to do with them. It's hard to give them the attention and the love that they need. And she said this way, she's getting that. He's just getting the same thing. He's getting the attention and the love that he needs. And he still can be her caretaker. I think for me, it seems like it's the best of both worlds. Everybody's getting what they what they need. It's just not conventional. Like it's not what everybody else wants. But a lot of times we don't wind up doing what everybody wants. We have to do what works best for for us. So and that's true because it's because it's not the quote unquote normal relationship or normal situation, then people are you know, up in arms about it. People feel like it's bad or it's wrong or it's disrespectful just because it's not what society deems as Yeah, yeah. And people have, you know, people put their opinions. Can you imagine that he's getting death threats over something like this? Like, just because he's not doing what the everyday relationship looks like, People have the audacity to threaten his life, his daughter's life, the girlfriend's life. I mean, that just seems like, except like, who are you to be that upset with somebody that you're threatening their lives for, for doing something like that? A situation that has nothing, nothing to do with you. It's absolutely it's crazy. insane. Absolutely crazy. And I would think that she has to have, and he said it on Dr. Oz, I saw a little clip, that her her family understands. She has family and friends that understand. So if... Because that's a huge undertaking, and I'm sure it's something that they're not trying to do. Right. Everybody is not going to do it. So if she was removed from his care... Those family members probably would put her in a facility. Yeah. Because yeah. ev- that's not something that everybody can do. And yeah. even for the girlfriend, you know, she had said initially turned away from the whole thing because her, she was like, no, I'm not going to date a married man. No, I'm not going to do that. She said, I've never envisioned myself being in a relationship like this. Right. And I think that if we all stopped and, you know, just really thought about it for a minute. We've all been in situations and we look up and say, okay, I never thought I would do this. Or even if it's something that that's normal now, you know, a person say, well, I never thought I would get a divorce. Or right. I never thought that I would do, you know, uh, lose a job. I mean, these are things that happens every day, but you, some people never see it happening for them. Right. And I'm sure she was the same way, although it's something that's out of the norm, you know, of for society. But she just went through it and she saw that he really needed somebody. She fell for him. He fell for her. And I'm like, let them live. Right. Right. I mean, I agree. A lot of times we say 
oh, I would never do that or I, I can't see myself doing that. And then when that that situation presents itself, like I had been married 20 some years. Had you asked me in year five, six, I would have thought we would have been together until one of us left this earth. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be divorced, blah, blah, blah. But here we are, you know, so you can say what you wouldn't do or how you would do it. But when that um, situation presents itself, you know, sometimes you wind up doing things or being in a situation that you never thought. And so hopefully we we all will never have to experience something like that. But if we do, maybe by him putting this all out and everything, people will um, think about the situation or have a conversation. Because I know for me, it made me think about having a conversation with my family about um, my my care if something were to happen to me. You know, what, and this is another I, reason why I don't have an issue or didn't have an issue when he put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see I could see that because it did make me have a conversation and think about other things that I need to say to them, not only if I lose my mind, but if I get sick enough where I can't take care of myself or because, you know, you never want to be and I'm sure she didn't want to be no one ever wants to be a burden for somebody you I, I wouldn't want to be. I always tell my kids, if it makes more sense for you to, you know, put me in a facility so that that could help you to live your life, then I would understand. I'm hoping they wouldn't put me in a facility. Maybe they would just put me in their basement somewhere. But, I, you know, nobody wants to be a burden on their family. I, I, I hope that people will really think about it. That was a, a good discussion. I've, I've now that I think about it, you did make a good point that it was probably good that he put it out because maybe this will make other people have a discussion with their families about what to do or what not to do, you know, with them if something were to happen, you know, to them. Yeah, that and also it's always good coming from the source because it could have been leaked by somebody else and taken on a whole nother world. That's true. That's true. Well, I guess we can wrap up that part of the episode and get right to, you know, my favorite part, Ratchet Recap. I thought we could recap Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay, so what did you think about when Nene, okay, first off, Nene wasn't being real respectful of the lady said be on time. That's a big issue, be on time. And Nene, of all people, because she has this issue with them being on time, she was late. Well, I don't think it was just Nene. They all have time right. issues. But they all were on time this time. I think at different times, yeah. The first time, several of them were late. Right. But uh, Eva was like, no, we can't leave. We can't leave. Oh, and, and let me go back because we do need to make a correction. Last week, we said Tanya. Her name is Tanya. Tanya. So. Sorry, girl. Right. <laughs> it's Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, 
they do have that that time issue, but they were doing better and they were trying to get it together. But Nene was having issues, and I guess we can contribute some of that to the fact that her and Greg were having issues and playing phone tag and leaving messages and that whole thing. She had a lot going on. She did, and 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 I I think <clears throat> I'm, I love to give people credit. You having some issues, and I understand Greg has cancer, so that takes it to a whole new level. But from my understanding. At this particular time, or the time that was being recorded, he was doing a lot better. They were just having some some issues. But see, the thing is, I think we say that, but we don't know because right. he he has cancer, so it's not he it's like he's in the final stages and he's in the hospital hooked up to a lot of machines. Although he was at home and he was moving around. We don't know what was going on internally, so I think that he was still dealing with the whole thing of the cancer and the whole lifestyle change and the diet and everything that comes with it. And probably not so happy with her for going out of town (laughs) vacationing in the middle of all that. So they were having issues with the, uh, because of the cancer or something else or couples fat or whatever the issue was, she was dealing with a lot back home. Right. And, and, And I totally get that. My only question, being devil's advocate, how much of your stuff do you get to get excused for because you got stuff going on? Like, how much of, how how much do I have to allow you to be, you know, nasty or jerkish or have an attitude because you have stuff going on at home? How How lenient do I have to be? To because well, she was, was the, she was kind of nasty. nasty sometimes, huh? If we think about it and go back through the years, that has nothing to do with her situation at home or Greg and the cancer. Nene is just nasty sometimes. Sometimes she's just not a good friend. And if you do something and it could be something really small, she holds on to it and she takes right. it and she'll lash out and she will shade you from now until right. the end of time. Right. <laughs> I don't know because I I was trying to think. Yeah, she is having a lot going on, and you're right. Greg is probably dealing with stuff that we know nothing about. But how how long do we allow you to use that that you're having? Because sometimes she doesn't know what Shamari was dealing with. Um, Tanya, 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 what she was dealing with, or Candy. Like sometimes people put on a good face. And you don't know what they're dealing with. So just because you're dealing with something and we have to oh excuse you, you know, what about what I'm dealing with? I just felt like she was just, you know, being nasty. I didn't think that was out of character. I didn't think that was out of character yes. for Nene. That's, I mean, that's how she is. Like, she's been that person in the past. She's done that to Cynthia. Yeah. She's really, you know, turned her back on Cynthia. She did it with Kenya. She did it with Marlo. She's done it with Portia. Yeah, that's true. That's, you know, that's Nene. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because she was really like, and she just kept saying, you know, they don't understand that I have a lot going on. Okay. I think the difference is this time she felt like she had something to blame it on. So she, she's blaming it on that. But 
it's really that's her mo that's what she does if something is not going her way or she feels like somebody has shaded her she she takes it in and she sits in it and it's just a dark cloud over everything yeah because i'm like she was late and what's really funny to me is they all act like nini was like some sort of super god or something they were like Oh, she's going to be really mad she got left. Oh, I called her. Oh, she's not answering the phone. Oh, no, Nene's not answering the phone. Because okay. she's a terror when she doesn't get her way. I'm like, okay, we too old for that. Like, if I had to be that way with a girlfriend and I'm, you know, over 50 years old, do I really want to have to act that way with a girlfriend? Like, afraid, that fearful that because she got left, that she's going to, you know, bring down a wrath on everybody. I'm like, really? Like, she got left. They told her what time she was supposed to be down here. You got left. Okay, call a Uber, call a cab. Here's where we're going to be. It's not that serious. Like, I'm like, goodness grief. Nene has y'all really under her spell. <laughs> yeah, it's really not that deep. Like, catch a cab, catch an Uber. Or here's another thing catch us later like just don't come catch us later especially if you're gonna bring your negativity and now we have to oh nini we so sorry if we have to do all that and i'm out of the country on vacation girl bye i don't want to deal with that like no i was just frustrated with nini and most of the time i do like her but you're right. This is she's a lot. This, this is classic Nene. Yes, she is a lot. But you're right. It is classic Nene. She has had arguments. Now that I think about it, with almost everybody on there, and not just point. arguments because they all argue. Like she's she's fallen out right with all of the ladies. Right. And it's not something that she falls out and they're back together. Like she'll fall out for. A year. Right. You know, and, and that's just what she does. But I'm over her. Um, she's gotten too much shine on that little thing. But <laughs> Yes. What did yes. you think about the Marlo and Eva? Baby. Showdown? Eva was ready. Eva had some comebacks that I was like, girl, that was a good one. Like, she had them coming back to back to back. If I was Marlo, I just would have asked them to stop the bus, let me get off. Because now, you know, that's what all the ladies were saying. But I wasn't I wasn't really here for Eva's comebacks. First, they all they all tried to shade Marlo on her hair or the wig. But I'm like, do we all forget? Her luggage was lost. She right. didn't have any of her personal belongings. This is the wig that she was on this, what, 18, 20-hour flight? Like, if you guys didn't have your personal belongings and was wearing the same hair from the day before or two days before, you'll be looking a little on the disheveled side as well. So, I, I mean, the whole wig thing, we know why she didn't have her stuff. And then Marlo is going on, and we kind of touched on it last time, about her fashions. Like, I, I like Marlo's style. Like, I think, you know, Marlo, she does it for well, the most part. Sometimes now, I, I, don't. I agree. I don't like Marlo, but I think she does dress 
I, I like most of her fashion. Sometimes she's over the top, but a lot of them get over the top with the labels and stuff. They just, all the colors. and I, But I do like the way Marlo dresses. On the other hand, I like Eva, but I'm not necessarily into her style. I know that's her. I would her, choose Marlo over Eva any oh, day. Oh, absolutely. And, and I'm talking about personality-wise and style for me. Oh. But, Mar- I mean, Eva was the one. And we know Marlo is, is into fashion. We know Marlo is into her labels. Like, we know that. But Eva talking about, oh, baby, you know, I'm labeled all the way down. Okay. Okay. You know, congratulations. Taking off her shoes, saying these are a pair of $1,200 sandals. Okay. Well, you the fool that paid $1,200 for those sandals. And even Candy right. was like, no ma'am. <laughs> right. Because Why did you off, do that? And I like Eva, but first off, those little sandals look like something you get at the hair store. Like, they didn't look like $1,200 sandals. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I don't know labels and all that. But my only thing was Marlo has a lot of digs for people all the time. And let's be clear. If the shoe was on the other foot and somebody had lost all? their... Right, but Marlo is, even when it's not, it, it, she just out the boot. Like, uh, Eva invited her to go to um, her dress, you know, trying on her wedding dress or whatever, her dress fitting, whatever. And the first thing Marlo going to say is, oh, it looks nice, but if you could lose 10 pounds. She, <laughs> you know she what I think with Marlo is the difference? Marlo is, she's going to say that to you. Whereas some of the other ladies would have waited until they got in the room to do their little interviews and said it then. Or they would have said it to one of the other ladies behind her back. Marlo is one that she's just going to tell you. Right. And and I agree with that. But some things, see, see, for me, I don't always like people who get a pass because that's just how they are. They just say things because they want to say it. I I think some things are better left unsaid. Like, especially if we're not cool like that. Like, if you were to say... Yeah, but if that's the <clears throat> case, why would even even invite and, her? And that was dumb of her to invite her. Because you know, with Marlo, you know what you're going to get. It was dumb of her to invite her. But sometimes you don't have to say... And sometimes for me, it depends on who it's coming from because right. I have to know what your real motive is. Like if I said to you, Sonya, what, how does this look? And you say, ooh, maybe if you got a bigger size, it would fit better. Then that would be cool because <clears throat> I would know that that's not coming from a bad place. You really just don't want me out here looking nasty. But... If just some random person said that, I might not take it that way because I don't know their motives. So for me, that's that's the Marlo and the Eva thing. And Marlo be digging on everybody. Like she has something to say. She does. About <laughs> everybody. She has no respected person. <laughs> yeah, like she has something to say. And rarely, unless they don't show it and that's in their editing process, Rarely does she have nice things to say about people. Like, the the most loving and caring, and I thought she was being genuine, is when um, Eva was upset about her grandfather. Yeah. 
And that's why I say that I think a lot of it, even with Marlo, the digging, I think a lot of it is fun shade. I don't think that she's doing it being an evil person or because I don't like you. I think that a lot of it is she's taking digs. I'm taking a dig. I'm taking a dig. But I think she found out. She heard what was going on and she came down. And I think, too, I think it was genuine when she came down and, oh, she, yeah. her and she told her everything was going to be okay. But I think it's, you know, like they say, they all shade. They all throw digs. They all do something. And, you know, a lot of times they own it, you know, and then they move on. I think, I think though, Marlo is the... She she comes for you. Like, she has something to say all the time. For me, when people have to throw digs all the time at people around them, like, every time we get together, you, you picking a person and you picking at them, like, you throwing shade at them, that says something about you because I might look at somebody and say, oh, I probably wouldn't have wore those shoes or I wouldn't have wore those, that necklace or whatever. But I don't necessarily need to say it to them. That's that. that but you know. know what? But some people, I think some people would say that because Marlo says it, then she's being real. Whereas some people, they're saying if you're thinking it, because I've seen both sides of it. Yeah, I'm thinking it, but but what, what does it, what, what does it gain from me saying, girl, I can't believe you came out here with that necklace on. <laughs> like, what What are we gaining from that? Nothing other than now she's looking at me like, who are you to tell me? Like, now we have some sort of unnecessary tension between us. But if I just think it to myself, ooh, I probably wouldn't have wore that necklace with that dress. And then keep it moving. Everything you think in, in my opinion, everything you think in doesn't always need to be verbalized. Because if it has no, what, what is the game from it? Like, uh, now, I know. do agree with that. But also, I, I think that at the end of the day, I think Marlo is, you know, still trying to secure that spot. I think so, you know, that's I think what that it is. She deliberately puts controversy around herself. She's deli- deliberately throwing that shade, and she always has a you know a little quick thing that she can say here or there that's going to you know make somebody pause or say something that that nobody else is going to say because I think that she is trying to secure that spot. Yeah, and and speaking of that, before we wrap it up, why doesn't she have a spot? Because Marlo's been on the show for. A good little while. A very long time. I don't know what's going on there, what the issue is. Uh, they won't give her a spot, but I think she said, I mean, although she doesn't have a peach, she's not recognizing the housewives. She's getting a check. So Right. <laughs> like, and, and what's <laughs> funny is, what I was thinking is, they bought new housewives in and and they've been on, and Marlo still doesn't have a peach like Eva, or even I think that's shady in itself. Yeah, or even Portia, Marlo was on before Portia. Yeah, Marlo was at the, pretty much at the beginning, came on as a friend of Nini. Right, and so she's never. But she was at Andy's baby shower. They showed pictures of her at Andy's baby shower. So I don't know, but. Good luck to Marlo. She wouldn't be somebody I would hang out with. <laughs> oh, I would hang with Marlo Strong. <laughs> she wouldn't be somebody. 
And you know what? I think that we all know somebody, and I know you know yes. somebody that throws their shade. Yes. And you know what? And just put it in in in, in that perspective. Yes. You hang out with that person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Same thing. Yes. Same thing. <laughs> yes. I I I do. And I guess we all have you. We all have friends that you know other people look at like oh. But we like, okay, that's just who they are. So, I guess so. But me and Marlo would be hanging out. Because I feel like that would be a a fighting across the table moment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we can wrap up this week's episode. We will. And and let me just say that... I am watching Big Brother, and I'm a little surprised because Candy is not as competitive as... She's not doing very well in the contest, one. And I think that Tamar and this low, low chick, it's just a fight waiting to happen. (laughs) Okay, so that's going to be my homework. I am going to, because I am going to be packing my closet, one of my closets, so... That's what I can have playing in the background is Big Brother. So that's my <laughs> homework to try to get caught up on Big Brother. Yeah, Tamar has, has gotten into it with Candy and with Lolo. And I think Lolo is one that would get with her. So I'll be paying attention to those two. Okay, well maybe that's that can be our ratchet recap for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. <laughs>